Thank you for tuning in to the sermon webcast of Living Savior. We are one church serving in two locations, Asheville and Hendersonville, North Carolina. For more information, go to lsavior.org. What will the church look like? Over the past couple months, we've had a lot of opportunity for future planning. We've heard different talks. We've seen different pictures. Can you see it? That church that ends up on Upward Road? Can you imagine the, the Living Savior family coming together to worship that first worship service? Can you hear that first hymn that we all sing out together? I can. I hope you can as well. But the church is so much more than a building. A church is where two or three gather together in his name. So what is the church going to look like in the near future? We're experiencing one of the greatest declines in Christianity our country has ever seen. You can open up any study and you'll see the generation and the generation that follows are less and less Christian. Let's pick on the, the age range of 18 to 25, since I still fall in there. 36% are non-religious. That is a monumental shift from two or three generations ago. Is the future of the church, is it dim? Do we have something to look forward to? What is that church going to look like? It all depends who holds the future and if he is worthy of praise. John had the same worries that you and I have. He was worried about the church. He was an apostle and a pastor among the, the early church. He got to be an eyewitness of the empty tomb. He got to be an eyewitness of the church spreading like wildfire around the Mediterranean, and he also got to see how quickly that church was oppressed and persecuted. He witnessed his fellow disciples being killed and crucified. He heard about the barbaric things that the Romans were doing to Christians. He saw persecution, and he had to be wondering, is the church going to make it? God answers his question by pulling back the curtain, by giving to John a revelation. He allows him to see this vision of heaven. As John is standing there in heaven, he stands before the throne of God, and God is holding in his hand a scroll. It is a scroll that holds the entire future, and it is completely sealed. Seven different seals. The answer to all of his questions. The answer to all of John's worries. They're right there in that scroll if there is someone worthy to open it. And the cry rings out. Is anyone worthy to open this scroll? And no one can come forward. And John breaks down. He starts to cry. He starts to bawl. Until the lamb appears. A lamb that looks as if it had been slain walks up to the throne, takes the scroll, and is worthy to open it. He alone is worthy. He alone is worthy to shed his own blood, to give his own life, to govern the entire world. He is the perfect Passover lamb, the, the innocent one who was led to the slaughter and yet did not open his mouth. This is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. It is Jesus Christ. 
He is the one that is worthy. And what does he do? Well, he opens this scroll and he lets John see it. No, that's not what he does. Who would John be to be able to track the entire plan and purpose of God's will? He'd look like a young kid at a pinball machine trying to kind of look all around. It wouldn't be possible. His finite brain would not be able to comprehend what God was accomplishing, what God had in store. So it is for us. When we worry and look out at this world and we're not sure, God, how are you using this for the good of your church? How are you working? God doesn't reveal the future. He doesn't tell us exactly how he is operating, but he does tell us who's in control. It's the lamb who was slain. And that is worthy of praise. When the scroll is opened, the angels in this vision, they gather around the the throne of God and they lift up this new song. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. The other creatures who are in heaven, all those who have gone before, Christian loved ones, they get to join in the song. Praise, honor, and glory be to the Lamb, the Lamb who was slain. Do you know who this is? It's the church triumphant. This is what the heavenly church looks like. It's a church that is centered on worship of the Lamb. The Lamb is worthy to receive all strength and power. The one who came to this world who allowed the weight of a cross to weigh heavy on him, who allowed soldiers to beat, mock, and bruise him. He now rules in heaven with the power he always had. Power over all things. The lamb is worthy of riches. The one who was born in a a dingy, dirty Bethlehem, who did not have a, a home to call his own, Call his, call his own, he now reigns in heaven, sitting there, being in the place that never ends. The lamb is worthy of wisdom. The lamb is worthy of praise. I imagine that the heavenly choir sounds pretty good. They have perfect pitch. They, they lift up this song to God, and when they do, What is it focused on? The worship of the Lamb. Is our worship the same? Is our praise of God the same? You might think, uh, Vicar, you clearly haven't sat close enough to me at church. No, I don't sound like the heavenly choir. I don't have perfect pitch. Okay, fair enough. But we do have our worship focused on the same thing. Every single Sunday, the lamb who was slain still sits at the center of our worship. Every Sunday, we confess our sins that made this lamb come into the world to shed his blood. Every Sunday, we speak about the forgiveness that he won for us and gave to us because the tomb is empty. He is victorious. He has given this to you. Every Sunday, we get to lift up our our voices in praise of our God. This is what the church looks like. Now, we don't just say this or speak this. We show it. Look around our worship space and see how many different pictures we have of a lamb holding a flag, a flag that symbolizes victory. I count five, and maybe the most prominent one 
the one that you see right as you walk into this sanctuary, it's the lamb at the center of the cross. Our church has made it evident that the lamb is victorious, that he rules, he reigns, he has shed his blood, he has bought you back, and he has given it to you. Maybe you haven't noticed this before, but if you look below the lamb's feet, you'll see seven circles, seven seals, a testimony to John's vision, another statement that shows the lamb is in control. He is ruling. He is the only one that could govern history. That's especially comforting on this Confirmation Sunday. We praise and thank God that Maisie will come up in a little bit and profess her faith before the entire congregation and in a year or a little less, others will join her as well. What will the church look like for you? I don't know. I don't know all the different struggles that it is going to go through, but here is what I do know. The lamb was slain. The lamb is victorious. Jesus Christ stands at the center of our worship and he is the bedrock of our faith. He's worthy of our praise. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. Amen. Amen.